You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com. Welcome to the Hollywood and Vine 2021 Oscars results special. And now, here are the hosts of the show, Tim Beasley and Patrick Von Frisco. Oh, snap! Welcome to Hollywood and Vine! News reviews, cancer interviews. Oh, come on. This is our Oscar show. You gotta, you gotta give me some more energy than that. This is... Where's the pageantry? Of all the movies worth sting, and a few sting that aren't. Yeah, you gotta sting them. Sting them. <laughs> Look, man, I'm six beers in, and you wanted you called me up. You want to record a quick session? We can record a quick session, but when you call me out of the blue, you're either getting sober Beasley or you're getting drunk Beasley. You'll get Beasley. You just don't know which Beasley you're gonna get. So you want to talk some Oscars or you want to talk some shit? What's up? So what you're saying is you get what you get and you don't get upset. There you go. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk some Oscars. Fuck that shit. You won. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Hey, hey spoiler alert. Until next year. <laughs> you know what's, what's funny? Last week when I'm like, hey, let's just go double and nothing on our bet. I kept thinking our bet was for a six pack. And then I went back and listened. I was like, Oh shit, it was for six six packs. I think we amended it to just be a six pack. I thought maybe we did too. Yeah. Maybe we did too. But I went back to the, the original bet and I was like, oh. The six six pack challenge. Six is six packs. Yeah. yeah. Give some well, real some real okay. gravitas to that bet. Either way, this was a double or nothing. And just as a refresher, we each picked our top two. Mm-hmm. You get a full point if your number one hits. You yeah. get a half point if your number two hits. You get zero if you don't. Let's run through them real quick. Do it. Animated feature film. We both picked Soul to win. We both picked Onward as our backup. And the winner was... And the Oscar for Best Animated Feature goes to... Soul. I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Soul. Nice. I like that. Soul. All right. Let's give us your point there. Every now and again, I try. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> so the score after one round is one to one. I know we reviewed Soul, but give me your uh, one sentence review. What'd you think of the movie? Especially now that it's like a month or so after we watched it. It's okay. <sighs> it's going to be one of those <laughs> nights. It was good. Dude dies, gets an opportunity to redeem himself. Doesn't technically redeem himself until the very end. Unique stylistic uh, take on animation. That was pretty cool. Used music in a different way. I like that. Let me ask you this question. Did you believe... That we have souls? No. But okay, what? No, no, no. Yeah. Did you actually feel it was the best of the five, or were you just uh, betting based on how you thought it would it would work, work out? Were you trying uh, to win, or were you... A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. Like, so did you like Onward better? I did. But I'm also, we've been playing a lot of D&D and shit, and so it resonated. Right, exactly. And I thought it was like, uh, I thought it was a much 
more like it was a funner movie. I know that's not a word, but it was a it was a more exciting movie. It was more intriguing. It was more interesting to me. When the gelatinous cube dropped, I almost lost my shit. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. this movie's great. But I definitely, I mean, Soul's been talked about since it came out as a mm-hmm. as a top it was, runner. Uh, it's like, a safe bet. Yeah. I liked them both for different reasons. I loved, I mean, obviously, you know all the reasons I would have loved Onward. Not just for the D&D aspect, but because I just, I love that shit. But then I also, all the music stuff in Soul just really worked for me. Unfortunately, I still haven't gotten around to watching the other three, but I was in the same boat as you. I, I liked both movies, but I felt that Soul was a safe bet, and I was playing this to win because I yep. did not want to owe you anything when the dust settled. Yep. All right. Moving on. Actress in a supporting role. Uh, I picked Glenn Close in Hillbilly Elegy because it was the only one on the list that I had seen. I had my number two as Amanda Seyfried in Mank because Hollywood loves Hollywood. You had Olivia Coleman in The Father as your number one and Amanda Seyfried in Mank as your number two because Hollywood loves Hollywood and you love copying me. Ho- so, Hollywood did not love Hollywood this year. <laughs> no, 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 this year they did not. Hollywood got me tooed and kicked out of the fucking room, apparently. Yep, yep. Uh, it won some... Mank won a few other awards, just not in the Ooh. the big seven that we put on our list here. I think he got, like, maybe costumes or something, but not any of these. All right, and the winner was... And the Oscar goes to... Jia Jung Yoon. Best speech of the night. Did you see the speech, at least? I know no. you, didn't watch, you didn't watch the show live. Okay. Uh, I I encourage you to Google her acceptance speech. It was fantastic. Mr. Brad Pitt, finally. <laughs> nice to meet you. Were you. Where were you while we were filming in Tulsa? It's very honored to meet you. All right, I'll definitely have to go watch that. <laughs> and, like, and he, she wasn't anywhere near him when he came up, but then when she was done and she was like, where do I go to come down the stage? He came out and he's like, this way, this way, this way. And then he walked off with her. It was, really, it was pretty that's, sweet. But it, that's she awesome. Was, she was hilarious oh i like to thanks to my two boys uh, who made me go out and work uh, so <laughs> beloved son all and new it, this is the result uh, because mommy worked so hard <laughs> it was just, everything about it was so funny all right i'll definitely have to watch that so good so let's see there that would be uh zero points for tim and zero points for me didn't see that one coming, but then I didn't see the movie. Didn't want to try her name, huh? Oh, I said it. You didn't hear me say it? Uh, the uh, audio must have been too loud when I was <laughs> splicing in audio from the show. As you know, I'm from Korea, and actually my name is Yeo Jung Yoon, and it, most of European people call me Yeo Young, and some of them call me Yoo Jung. But tonight, you are all forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Actor in a supporting role. Uh, let's see here. You went Leslie Odom Jr. in One Night in Miami. And uh, I went Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, which you put as your number two. I put Sasha Baron Cohen as my number two. And we each got a few points here. And the Oscar goes to Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. So that is a one point for me and half a point for Timmy. It's still a close race. Still very close. Oh, look, I got it right. Oh, God. Two to one and a half. My name's Patrick. I'm winning. Hey, I got to tell you, 
at one point in the night, I was three for three, and I was so excited. I'm like, what if I sweep this thing? <laughs> and then my dreams were quickly shattered when we got to the fourth one. <laughs> All right. Moving on. I'm going in the order we did it, not in the order they give them out. Oh, yeah. Because I did not like the order they gave them out. Dude, it was did so you, did weird. Did you see any of that? I, I went back and I watched, because I, I was at a dinner, and so I went back and looked at the live tweeting and right and i was like mm-hmm. what the fuck like it's just so weird like they gave out best supporting actress so early in the night it was so weird i was okay with that i think they made that change a couple years ago to give out a couple big ones in the beginning but did they give out best supporting actor to best supporting actress at the same time mm, so i don't think no they did. it was they were both early on they would have so they didn't have a host they would have like an actor come out and give out usually in most cases give out two so they'd give out something I don't want to say smaller because I don't want to downplay the importance of any of this stuff. Still but, an you Oscar. Know, not one of not one of the ones on our list, you know. Yeah. And then and then like a supporting or someone might come out and do like best documentary short and then immediately give out best documentary. Um so they gave out something and then best actress and then someone or best supporting actress and then somebody else would come out and do something and then also best supporting actor. Hmm. And and I, I was okay with them mixing it up throughout. It was it was good until the very end. Which one? Which award out of everything on this list would you expect to be last? Uh, best sound editing. Yes, exactly. Best sound editing should always be last. I think best sound editing actually went to sound of metal. It did. Um, I would expect, as in previous years, the the big finish is best picture. What was it this year? Well, here let me give my reasons, because a number of people weren't able to make it, whether they were in another country or in Anthony Hopkins case, uh, he just said he wasn't able to make it. Like some of the people that were, were in another country and couldn't travel, they would like go satellite to them or in like one of the best actor nominees has since passed away and won't be there. If you give best picture last, you know, there's going to be somebody in the room that can come up and accept, right? <laughs> whether it's the director, a producer, an actor. And it's the big one. It's the one that everything leads up to. You think yeah. that would be last. They put it third from last, they closed out with best picture, then best actress, and then best actor. That's and I'm gonna let's circle back to what I didn't like about this after we announce who the winners were. But okay. I did not like this. But we're gonna go in our order, which puts uh, actor next. Uh, let's see here. We both picked Chadwick as our number one. I picked Gary Oldman because I remember the days when Hollywood used to love Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, you picked. <laughs> Riz Ahmed, I think, just to spite me in case he did win, to be able to stick it in my face. Yep, yep. And we were both wrong on all of it. And the Academy Award for actor goes to Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Award went to Anthony Hopkins in The Father. You actually have that wrong. It's Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sorry, it went to Sir Anthony Hopkins in The Father, which I didn't see. Did you see? Don't even know what it's about. Okay. The clip looked good. I mean, I watched showed. it. I, I watched to see the it movie. Now. I don't know what it... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a really terrible joke, considering it's a movie about a guy with Alzheimer's. Oh, so. fuck. <laughs> well... <so> evil. evil. <laughs> uh, how have I not been you. canceled? Jesus. Right? I ask that all the time. All right. Actress in a leading role. Uh, your second pick was Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. My second pick was Francis McDormand in Nomadland because at the time we did our picks, that was the only movie of the five that I had seen. We both put down Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, a movie we had not seen at the time that we've both since seen. Yep. 
Having seen it, now do you think she should have won? Since it's the only one I saw on that list still, yes. Same here. I was I was hoping she would win. I mean, Frances McDormand was really good in No Man Land. I just, there was so much buzz around Promising Young Woman that it just yep. seemed like not only the safe bet, but, uh, you know, I like Carrie Mulligan. She's Sally Sparrow. I wanted her to win. What was your name? Sally Sparrow. Good to meet you, Sally Sparrow. And the Oscar for Best Actress goes to... Francis McDormand. No and Francis McDormand won, which is not a bad thing for me because I got half a point. You got some points. That's what this game is all about. All right. Points, points, points. That's, it is. It's Well, the game's all about beer. And that takes us to 1.5 Tim to 2.5 me. All right. Got two left. Best director. Fucking Hollywood couldn't love Hollywood. Come on. Seriously, you went number one. You 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 figured I, I was onto something by this point. You're like, well, it's he's, David he's Fincher. definitely onto something. Yeah, exactly. It was really? David Fincher. I, I even at this point in the show when it wasn't didn't seem like it was picking up a lot. I was pretty sure they were still going to go David Fincher for director. Uh, because I, I think it got cinematography or something like that. Anyways, uh, you number one, David Fincher for Mank. Me number two, David Fincher for Mank. Uh, you number two, you went Emerald. I think it's pronounced Fennell. I don't know. Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. You put number two. I went Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And the Oscar goes to Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. And I actually was correct. And I started to regret it when I watched the show. I'm like, I should have gone Promising Young Woman Mm. all across the board. But then once the show started, I'm like, oh, no, I think I picked correctly. So I picked up a point there. (sighs) And finally... The thing they should have closed the show on. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. And since we know how to do a show, we're going to close the show on Best Picture because that's what you should close. Well, did they give any reasoning behind it? I, I haven't looked it up. Here And here, before we even talk about our picks, uh, well, you got a half a point here. You put Nomadland down as number, your number two. And the Oscar goes to Nomadland. <laughs> Uh, I, I had seen the movie. I should have put something on it. Uh, I, I mistakenly kept with my Hollywood loves Hollywood theory, which I should have, if I really thought about it, I'm like, nah, I don't think that, in hindsight, I'm like, I don't really think that applies anymore. They've gotten too much heat about just loving themselves on Oscar night. You fucked me with that. You kept, you got into I my did. head that night when we were picking these. I, I was did. like, damn. I was in both of our heads. <laughs> but luckily, I think I gave, in most cases, gave it my second choice. Um, so I put two for Mank. You put two for Nomadland. You got half a point there. You had put Judas and the Black Messiah as your number one, and I had gone Promising Young Woman. So here's what ended up happening. Third from last, they give out Best Picture. I feel like some years when Best Picture was given out, like the producers would go up and accept, and then other years, like the whole, anybody that's there for the movie goes up. Yeah. I don't know if they're supposed to. I think sometimes they're told, like, you send one person up or one person is designated to be the only person that can speak, I think is what they do. Like, you can all go up, but only one person can speak. Well, uh, they went up, Chloe, the director, talked, and then she handed it over to Frances McDormand. So then she got to say some things, too. And I liked, you know, it was it was cool when they did their speech but immediately after that like right after that they gave out best actress so Frances mcdormand got to go up again and i have no recollection of what she said because it all blurs together yeah so odds are she might have said whatever she had planned to say for her actress win if she had won figuring well i got a only one in five chance here i have the mic i'll say something yeah and she went right back up so it's not memorable at all 
And then they, cl- and, and here's the other thing. They, um, the way they gave out the awards is rather than in most cases, they, they still did some things the old way where they would say like, here's the nominees and they would show a clip. But in most cases, the person that came out and gave the award would talk about the nominee. They'd say a little something about each person. Uh-huh. Francis McDormand, in this untethered moment, we needed your performance in Nomadland. You took us into a world hiding in plain sight with charisma and endearing transparency. Carrie Mulligan, you knew the risk you were taking with Promising Young Woman. Congratulations on a performance that was painful, witty, and powerful. And it was interesting stuff, you know, like like how they, what inspired them to get into films or something, like where their film career started. And a lot of them was like taking tickets to the movie theater. Darius Martyr supported his 10-year journey to making Sound of Metal with a sushi catering business in Vermont. They had some interesting tidbit about every person that was nominated, and then they gave out the award, right? There was no host. They didn't do it from the stage. A lot of times they'd be like in the audience and they just open the envelope right there. So it moved fast. It was a good pace for the show. But at the very end for the final award they gave out was actor in a leading role. And so in, in the case of actor in a leading role, and I think actress in a leading role, they had last year's winners come out and give the award. So actor in a leading role. Do you remember who, who won last year? No. It was for Joker. Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. So this is your big closer. Uh, I'm here to present the award for actor. And I'm supposed to talk about uh, acting and specifically uh, the transformative moment when an actor discovers the character and fully embodies it. Uh, But I don't really know anything about that. I don't think that I've ever really had that experience. So um, I think the only thing that I can say with sincerity is that when I... uh, watch these five performances, I feel inspired, and it's a shame that we have to choose just one. So the nominees for actor are Anthony Hopkins, the father, Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Gary Oldman, Mank. Stephen Young, Minari. And the winner is Anthony Hopkins, who wasn't there. And the show ended. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Wow. And here's the thing. Usually these shows like drag on and always go over schedule. They had um, Steven Soderbergh, who, you know, directed Crash and a bunch of other movies, like direct it. And he wanted to make it feel cinematic. And I thought it was really well done. I love the format. I was a little bummed out when they showed the theater that they usually have it in and said, hey, they had Brian Cranston give out like a humanitarian award from there. And he's like, this is a theater we always use. And we'll be back here next year. And I was like, no, keep doing it the way you're doing it. Because they had it set up more like the Globes where all the, the people there were sitting at little tables together. And so you could kind of walk through and interact with them. It wasn't uh, like this giant room. I and heard just something the, about the they did it at so Grand Central Station or some shit. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, it was a train station, but they converted it. It looked really nice. It was very cool. It was very well done. It was a much better format, and I hope they would stay with it. But damn, that ending was so anticlimactic to just go. And because and what they say is, you know, it's like uh, the winner, or the Oscar goes to Anthony Hopkins for the father. The Academy accepts the award on behalf of Anthony Hopkins, who couldn't be here tonight. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> That's so fucking weird, dude. 
these pictures yeah. look cool of the 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 stages that you're talking about but like dude that's so weird and why in in a post me too conversation about you know gender equality and stuff why would you end with best actor why wouldn't you end with best movie or or best director especially if you know that a female director is going to win like the this isn't these these aren't this isn't news to the academy like when the winners are announced they're not like oh my god they won like like the production team knows who won they've put together the packages they know who to cut to they know what's on those names why in the fuck would you not produce this differently? I think from what I've read, they don't know, the people producing the show. But you still should know to just put Best Picture last. That's the big award. My, it's also the one with the most nominees. It's like the most stakes for the most, the sure. biggest number of people in the room, right? You've got nine, usually up to ten, but I think it was, how many was it this year? Seventeen. Was it nine again? Seven. No, you got eight. Eight nominees this year. So you've got between the actors, the directors, the producers, everybody in that room, most of them have probably worked on or somehow related, like know somebody working on this, like have have a dog in this race. It just, I, I just, I don't, I was so shocked when they, they came out and gave this out before the show was already over. I, and it was funny as they were like, okay, best picture. And I went, did I get up and leave the room and miss actor yeah. and actress? <laughs> That's dumb. That's just purely dumb. Yep. That makes no it's sense. It's just weird. And they could try to say like, "Oh, we uh, we wanted to drive the, I don't know, we wanted to drive the ratings. We wanted to keep people on their toes." Dumb. Mm-hmm. Dumb. You know, it's also dumb. I yeah. lost the fucking bet. You lost the bet. So we uh, we double or nothing, and now we're at nothing. I don't owe you. This feels great to be off the hook. But hey, you'll get a chance next year. You barely won. I'll get cocky next year, too. That's the thing. I'll be like, I got nothing riding on this. I'm going to make some crazy bets next year. Hollywood loves Hollywood again. <laughs> well, that was me trying to make the safe bet. It, it backfired, but I was trying to be safe. I mean, no, not really. Yeah, because in most cases, I use it for my number two. Still won. I still won. And as they say, a W is a W. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. You'd have me? You never even had your own car. Dominic Toretto, Fast and Furious 1. I know, I know exactly. Okay. I was waiting for you to say something else. One more, more thing about that. Family. <laughs> you can have any beer you want, as long as it's a Corona. What? <laughs> Speaking of Vin Diesel, I don't know if you heard this, but he's uh, making a new movie. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. We're not having yeah. this conversation again. Oh, yeah. Rock'em Sock'em. Put that down for my pick for best picture for whatever year it comes out. You heard it here first. I, I re-listened to that and I was like, oh man, it's still as cringy as it was. Right? Oh, that pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> then I've done my job. That's our show, folks. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> if that somehow, I don't, I've never even, I don't, I haven't seen the movie. I just, if I hear and the Oscar goes to Rock'em, sock'em, rope, I'll fucking shit a brick. I'll, I'll, wanna, I'll take, you, take it one further. If I hear the words, and the nominees are. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I hear. Rock'em, sock'em, robots. <laughs> if, I see, if I see Vin Diesel in that room, I'll shit myself. And the nominees are Vin Diesel, Rock'em, sock'em, robots. 
Vin Diesel, Magic 8-Ball, Vin Diesel, Barbie. Vin Diesel, Barney. And what was the fifth one? Hot Wheels. Oh, Vin Diesel, Hot Wheels. <laughs> oh, come on. What, what, what a great year that would be if he nabs all five nominations for the Metelliverse. Are you done with movies at that point? I... Is this podcast over at that point? Honestly, if that were to somehow happen, let's say in the, you know, some alternate universe, right? That somehow happened at that point in time, I would go, we're living in a simulation. Yeah. We are in a simulation and someone hacked this bullshit and it's not worth living. And they have him present the award. So he has to give it to himself. But he'll do it as Groot. He'll do it as Groot. And presenting the award is Groot. And be like, I am Groot. 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 <laughs> Groot. I want that to happen just to see you lose your mind. No. That dude said I am Groot in like a bunch of different ways and he made more money than I've ever made in my life. Right. That's that's where the depressing part of Hollywood comes into play sometimes. It's so bizarre too that they picked him over like a voice actor, you know? And and uh, I'm, I'm not trying to knock the job he did, but just what was the thought process in the beginning? Like, well, we need someone that could come in and say one line over and over again, a bunch of different ways. You would think they would go, let's, let's get, who's the best voice actor. Who's the, the Mel Blanc of our day. You know, well, like, I mean, he did the iron giant, right? So yeah, but still <laughs> it's just name recognition. It's gotta be, that's all it is, right? Yeah. It's gotta be it. It's just so weird that, or maybe it was their way of going like, he really wants to make a Marvel movie. We don't want to let him be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> give him, give him Groot. that's it folks on behalf of that guy over there tim beasley what up that's me and uh me patrick that's you that to me this has been uh hollywood and vine that's us (laughs) we are hollywood and vine we are hollywood and vine we are hollywood and vine and this podcast is about family Televerse forever! Cut that shit. Okay, cut. That's a wrap, thanks very much. Thank you so much for showing me myself. And yeah, man, there's so much work to do, guys, and that's on everyone in this room. This ain't no single man job. That's some real, and I look to everyone, every single one of you. You got work to do, you know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna get back to work. Tuesday morning, because tonight I'm going up. <laughs> we're going up, you know what I mean? We're enjoying ourselves tonight because we've got to celebrate. We've got to celebrate life, man. We're breathing, we're walking. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, it's incredible. My mom met my dad. They had sex. It's amazing. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know what I mean? So, I'm so happy to be alive. So, I'm going to celebrate that tonight. Do you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate every single person in the room. Appreciate everyone watching at home. You know, love. Peace, love, and onwards. We go again. Appreciate it.